0: Thank you for joining us for this our Lenten meditation for the second week in Lent here at First Church. We seek to prepare in this Lenten season for remembering the greatest sacrifice, the greatest gift that God ever gave to humankind, the sacrifice of our Lord Jesus Christ. We begin our preparations today by reading Psalm 32. You preserve me from trouble. You surround me with shouts of deliverance. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. Be not like a horse or a mule without understanding, which must be curbed with bit and bridle, or it will not stay near you. Many are the sorrows of the wicked, but steadfast love surrounds the one who trusts in the Lord. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, O righteous, and shout for joy, all you upright in heart. The gospel reading for this week is from the gospel according to Matthew in the 18th chapter, verses 10 through 14. See that you do not despise one of these little ones, for I tell you, The gospel reading for this week is from the gospel according to matthew chapter 18 verses 10 through 14 the words of our lord jesus christ see that you do not despise one of these little ones for i tell you that in heaven their angels always see the face of my father who is in heaven what do you think if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them has gone astray, does he not leave the ninety-nine on the mountains and go in search of the one that went astray? And if he finds it, truly I say to you, he rejoices over it more than over the ninety-nine that never went astray. So it is not the will of my Father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. Lord, we ask your blessing on the reading and the hearing of your holy word. Amen. We hear an example from Jesus that would have been very familiar to the people of that land where often these flocks were communal flocks of the village. So there would be two or three shepherds out there in the hills on the the plateau of a ridge that is that grazing land in that part of the world. And if one of the sheep went astray, it was so vital to return the sheep that the shepherd could not come home unless it had some part of the fleece or part of the sheep to show that a wild animal had killed it. So the other shepherds might go home to the village with the 99 sheep and say, well, Hiram is still out there in the hills looking for that 100th lost sheep, and the people would keep looking to the path coming down from the hills to the village, looking for Hiram coming back with the lost sheep over his shoulders. And when he returned, there would be great rejoicing at the recovery of that lost sheep. So it is with God when one of us is astray, even just one, the gift of our Lord Jesus Christ would be given for any one of us lost sheep. It doesn't have to be for the whole flock. It isn't for the greater good of the majority number. It is an individual love, a love for each of us that that seeks our welfare, that wants to bring us home. It's a patient love. Uh, Unfortunately, sheep are not the most intelligent or self-caring of creatures. The shepherd must be on his guard at all times for the welfare of those sheep and be ready and willing to seek that lost one. So it is with God watching us and coming after us to love us over and over again if necessary. Patient waiting for us to know that we need to stay with the flock, to know that we need to stay in his love. Patient to the point of sending Jesus Christ to teach us how to live, show us how to live, show us how to love, and to show us in the most dramatic way possible how deep the love of the shepherd is for the sheep. I've used the word seek several times. It's a seeking love. God does not wait for us to come to him whether it's coming to church coming to repentance or coming on our knees he seeks us out to look out for our best welfare he wants us to respond he wants that humility and repentance and love in return but he seeks us out he doesn't wait for us to come to him to get it it's your rejoicing love That shepherd rejoices over that one lost sheep, even though he still has 99 or the village has the other 99. Safely in the fold, one could say, well, it's only one out of a hundred. But there's great rejoicing over the return of every single lost person. I mean, sheep. It's a protecting love. The shepherd would go to great lengths, braving ledges and cliffs, vines, poisonous snakes, you name it. He would brave all these things to bring that sheep back home to the flock, to bring it home safely, to bring it home in love. During this Lenten season, we prepare to remember just how great God's love is toward us. For our sake, God came to us as Jesus of Nazareth, lived our very mortal life, suffered our mortal pain, suffered the worst kind of ignominious mortal death, and went to a mortal tomb. God did not have to do that. God does that in the greatest love, I almost said imaginable, but really the greatest love beyond our understanding and imagination, and yet he calls us to accept it, calls us to be loved in that way and in that that huge magnitude. And we are reminded that God would have done that for any one of us Not just all of us, or the majority, or the greater good, or only for his chosen people. He seeks all and still seeks us. God still rejoices at the rescue, at the acceptance of salvation, at the return of any one of us lost sheep. God rejoices greatly the angels sing and dance at heaven at the recovery of each lost soul. Thanks be to God. May the Lord bless you this Lenten season as we prepare for Holy Week and Easter with humility, patience, insight, repentance, and the assurance of the blessings of His steadfast shepherds kind of love amen and amen